welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. We have a very special episode tonight. The champs are in the house. That's right. The team from Illinois Wesleyan are going to join me tonight. We'll talk about the tournament and sort of their season as a whole. But first, I want to talk about the team at Repsoto Golf. These guys have created an incredible portable launch monitor that is actually affordable. Now, last week we were talking about how the D3 Golf guys have got a new 5-wood. Well, put it in play and it's doing fairly well. It's helping us uh, not hit as many drivers, which as those who played in college with me know, the less I hit driver, the better I play. But now that we can really dial in some yardages, we're also using it for the wedges and really dial in those wedge yardages, which are critical to great golf. The Rapsodo is there for you and for Division Three. That is why they have partnered with the D3 Golf Guys to provide you this very special limited time offer. For $50 off, enter the code D3GOLFGUYS at checkout. That's D, the number three, Golf Guys, all one word, at checkout. It's an absolutely great product. We use it here at D3 Golf Guys. We think it can be a great tool for Division Three Golf across the country. So get yours today with your discount. $50 off D3 Golf Guys. Now let's get to our interview with the champs. All right. And with me today is your 2021 national champions, the Illinois Wesleyan team. Gentlemen, welcome to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. Coach Ott, welcome. It's back-to-back national championships for you. Congratulations. Thanks, Mike. And thanks for everything you're doing for D3 Golf. It is well too. Yeah, it, it's amazing. You think you win one of these things and it's a once in a lifetime thing. And it struck me when we were up there at the trophy stand, how in the world did we win again? Maybe in 10 years ago, we were expected, we were expecting to win. And now it's just, you, it takes so many things that, that have to happen. A little bit of luck, good play, everything connects, good team chemistry and everything just came together as well. It's still hard to believe. Yeah, well, you know, th- this year I had a podcast and I was talking about you. Two years ago, you guys might not know this, at least Andrew and Rob who were playing, I was actually around the last green while you guys were uh, getting ahead of Huntington by three. So I was at the national championship down in Lexington because I live not too far away uh, in the undisclosed Division Three bunker. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know. There's a little simpatico here. I, I'm feeling pretty good with you guys. Yes. So, so you, uh, were, you were there when I gave Andrew the wrong club on the final hole, the final round when we were up by one. And I told him he just needs to get it over the water. And he's yeah. like seven iron. I'm like, no, five iron. And he hit it. And they said it probably would have landed about 20 yards behind the green. And he made an awesome um, four just to get. He out did. Of he did. It, In fact, I was terrible. part of the group up by the trees watching that one come at us going, oh, my God, look out. That was 100% my advice, forcing him to just get it over the water. And we well, I mean, win. guys, you can't ask for anything better than a coach to throw himself on that grenade for you, right, Andrew? Yeah, that was um, that was a lot of adrenaline, though, for sure. <laughs> I imagine. So enough about 2019. We got some other guys. We want to talk about 2021. But joining us today is somebody whose name I will get correct for the rest of time, Rob Wietrich, mostly because he had the best story of any pronunciation ever. Rob's a senior, Andrew Abel, also a senior, Jimmy Morton Jr., and the infamous Ethan Wilkins, a.k.a. Fairway Jesus, a, a, a rising sophomore. So, guys, congratulations. Welcome to the podcast. 
Uh, I've, I've had a lot of fun with Rob and at Rob's expense. So Rob, I'll kick it off to you. Tell me kind of two national championships. Tell me like, where's your head at? How are you feeling? By the way, they're all, well, at least a couple of them wearing their national championship hats, which is very cool. I'm not sure they've come off since they put them on in West Virginia. Maybe just like take it off shower and then occasionally every couple of days and then put it back on. But Rob, kind of tell me, what are you feeling? How's it been the whole thing, whole thing? Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, kind of going along with what coach said, I mean, winning in 2019 was awesome. And I mean, he kind of got the group to get guys together and was like, you know, this is something that you're going to remember for the you know rest of your life. You're always going to talk stories about it. And I mean, and that was true. I mean, you know, going last year and even this year, we were reminiscing with everybody who was on the team and who was around and just kind of talking about stories and sharing, you know, funny things that happened during the week or shots that we hit and um, I mean, I think that was something that I know, like Andrew and I being on that team wanted to um, let, you know, this year's group of guys kind of have going forward now. Um, so, I mean, I think that's something that, you know, you know, going forward and then next year, um, I mean, it's just going to be countless, you know, stories and memories that are going to, you know, kind of arise from this. And um, I think too, for, I mean, just kind of the surrealness of, you know, winning too. I know the, the night before the final round, I don't think I got to bed until about two thirty three because I could not go to bed because I just wanted to have that feeling of, you know, walking down 18 with knowing we had won it. Um, so, you know, just the trophy ceremony and just all the emotions were just kind of, you know, playing in my head that night before. And then to finally get it done that day was, was big. And um, I mean, I'm just happy for everyone on the team. And I mean, I think it's going to um, kind of light a fire under everybody who, you know, still on the team to kind of um, go, go do it again and get a three-peat. That's awesome. Andrew, like you're the other guy who was there from the 2019 team, kind of put it in your perspective, like the differences and how it was. You know, it's still kind of like kicking in a little bit that we've, uh, we've won again. Um, honestly, like they felt very similar to me. Uh, I mean, the whole team is really close to one another. Every year I've been on this team, we've all been really close. Um, Coach Ott does a great job just keeping everybody close together with practice and everything. Um, you know, I like, I felt a lot of pressure in 2019, especially that last day. Um, and this year I wasn't as nervous. I was more excited. I mean, I was excited in 2019 too, but I think a big part was, you know, how much of a lead we had going into that last day. I mean, we worked yeah. really hard that third day as a team, we did really well. That back nine came back the last four or five holes. Um, but it's just kind of surreal. It's, it feels really good. So. Yeah, I imagine. So Jimmy, you were right up there in the lead. Uh, you know, uh, tell me like, how were you feeling? You know, like, well, I, you know, I knew Rob was pretty comfortable up there, but you had to, you know, had to be kind of going, oh, okay, I'm going to shop for a national championship here. Yeah, um, it, was, it was cool to be there. Um, I, I wasn't really looking at leaderboards all week because I looked at the team leaderboard, um, and that was it. Um, I just tried to play it one shot at a time. But, yeah, there's definitely a lot of nerves that come with that. Um, it was a great learning experience. Um, but, yeah, I mean, looking back, like there was never really any doubt from anyone on our team. Like we were – confident going in and I think that's what helped us deal with the nerves just knowing that um 
we put so much work in. You know, I, I was saying like we're gonna win the championship the two months leading up, not necessarily the week of, just with the work we put in. And it was tough because we didn't really see anyone outside our team. And uh, you know, we stuck together, we grew really close as a team, and everyone really worked their tails off and it showed up and it was cool. There's a lot of confidence yeah. in our group. That's it great. Leave it. By the way, seniors, they, they just talk. The, the juniors giving me the cliches, coach. You, you're doing a good job to start coaching them up younger, right? I got to take it one hole at a time. Perfect. Uh, you know, Crash Davis would be very proud of you, Jimmy. All right, now <laughs> yeah, we have to talk to we have to talk to Justin, who who, who showed up here. J- Justin is so dedicated. It looks like he's on the golf course right now. Hey, I don't know what you other slackers are doing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I. I'm out here and on the course with some of my buddies from high school. So we're just having a good time out here. having uh just catching up. So sorry about that. No, you're good. So, but Hey, congratulations, Justin. You know, I, I'll, I'll get one son back. Then you go back and have fun and rub your national championship in your buddy's face. But what, <laughs> what, tell me about your experience at nationals. I mean, how did it feel? Wait, what was going through your head? Oh, it was just an, an amazing, amazing experience. Um, I mean, I, I've never felt it. Uh, before I mean just embracing the pressure and all that it was just it was just crazy for me I, I don't think I've ever been so nervous for a tournament just um, and and the ability to, to perform from it it was even better experience for me so um, I mean it was it was just a great experience for me so also uh, going out there with my teammates and playing lights out it was just a great feeling as well so yeah well, that's great. Well, look, man, get back to it and, uh, you know, make sure you, you take all the uh, all the chili dogs off of your uh, buddies from high school. All right. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll still be here. So. All right. You got it. All right. Now I have to talk to Ethan. OK, first of all, fairway Jesus. Now, I'm not sure I'm buying that one yet. I might need to coach out. I might need a little golf stat uh, email to me to, uh, so I can validate that. But let's first talk about the most infamous picture in all of Division three. The bucket of KFC. First of all, who took the picture? Had to be one of you yahoos. Yeah, that was – I think that photo was taken from – it was it was from another teammate across the table. I not exactly remember who, but, yeah, that was just crazy. Coach was like, you want to split a 20-piece KFC Phillip? I'm like, heck, yeah, I do. Let's let's dig in. Next thing I know, we're chowing down on a big bucket of chicken, and we got – chocolate cake and mashed potatoes and corn and everything. And it was just a great time. <laughs> I have to give a little backdrop on that as well, because we were coming back from a JV tournament and most of the guys wanted to eat across the street at Panera and me and Ethan wanted KFC and one yes. other guy is too. So I said, that's fine. We're taking all the team meal money. We're going to KFC. You guys can go where you want. And we spent the whole family feast. I think it was supposed to feed eight people. <laughs> that's that, what started it all that's awesome so ethan like i i if you guys i don't know if, how close you guys listen to the podcast but you, you popped up in the kind of the middle of the season there and all of a sudden that had a big impact I mean, kind of tell me kind of how how that felt and then we'll let coach Ott talk a little bit about you too yeah well i mean getting the invitation to go down to the spring break tournament that was a definitely a huge boost of confidence and I knew I had to go out and play well if I wanted to crack the top five for the season and I did that I did just that I mean placing second in that big of a tournament with 
all those great players. A lot of the players that were in the tournament at the national championship were playing in that same tournament. So, I mean, playing well there definitely gave me a huge boost of confidence, which is just, it was just a spark for the rest of the season. I just had so much more confidence in my game and um, in my swing and just everything. It was just a blessing. That's great. Well, I knew when all of a sudden, I, I think they were talking about Jekyll, right? It, beautiful weather that last day, fellas. That's, that's what I saw. I mean, the Golden Isles, right? <laughs> well, yeah. a, little, a little backstory on that was one of one of my favorite quotes or moments of that came from Ethan that week when he – so we, we played – in teams that tournament because we couldn't you know be separated right. and so we we were uh, the, the five and eight team were playing together and then ethan was playing with the other individuals and one of uh one of our teammates who's a freshman was talking to ethan about coming to nationals and getting a uh, airbnb and watching and ethan looked at him and was like i'll be in the lineup and so that was the kind of confidence and swag nice. you need when you're younger or you know you don't you know you need somebody that's not going to be phased and you know, going to perform when they need to. So that was, I think, a big thing that Ethan brought and in, into the national lineup, and everybody brought. I mean, that was that was one of the reasons we we won. Is I mean, we had four different people have the low round um, in the tournament, and I mean, that's that's going to be how you win a national championship. Well, yeah, I mean, you got, I mean, four guys inside the top twelve. Coach Ott, I mean, it, it never never were not in first place. It was a wire to wire win. And I would like to point out that I did select you all in the pre in the pregame pick for national championship. I said, "Look out! Illinois Wesleyan just won their conference without their best effort. They're going to be ready to go." And so, one, I, I appreciate it you, as a prognosticator. You guys made me look good, but so the one piece I want to talk about golf wise is in the third round. It was pretty tight. And you guys got to 13, and then all of a sudden, there was a 13-shot swing. You know, Coach Ott, why don't you start? But tell me kind of what – I mean, that had to feel like Uncle Mo was rolling really good. I, I imagine you guys wanted to keep playing for about another 36 holes if you could. Yeah, because I was on a par three through 12 holes of that third round. We were up by two shots. By the end of the day, we were up 15, which led perfectly to the – going into the fourth round, because I said, we made up 13 shots on Methodist in the last six holes. So don't, don't rest on our laurels that this next 18, we've got it when we made up that. And in Methodist, the way they always play, they, they make a ton of birdies left and right. I, I don't know. It's just been one of the things they've, they've done all, all, all ever since I've played against Steve and them, it, it's when they get hot, their whole team gets hot and they can throw a ton of birdies at it. Yeah. Too. So let it let at least it let me sleep a little bit better that that night. But yeah, those last six holes of that third round were just amazing how everyone played at the same time and not knowing what each other was doing. I kept hitting refresh on my phone and our lead kept expanding and expanding birdie after birdie. Yeah. So like uh, Rob, like, you know, wh what was the feeling on the course? Like, I, you know, I think you actually were like, all right, you were one under kind of going in like, all right, just kind of cruising Were you guys you guys know what was going on. I, I heard there, I mean, I heard there were some tees that would back up. So I didn't know how much did you guys know what was happening out there? Yeah, we, we, uh, we got to the 11th hole, which is a par three kind of a downhill pretty hard. And um, there was like a 45 minute wait in that round. Um, so, I mean, we kind of, 
we were able to see each other and just kind of motivate each other. And I think that was something too, that kind of sparked um, kind of going forward. Uh, it was just kind of seeing each other and kind of refreshing, like who we were playing for, um, you know, kind of just kind of building, building off our camaraderie we have with each other. And um, I mean, I was one that I think I looked at the leaderboard right every hole of the tournament. Um, I mean, I was just constantly refreshing constantly was just wanting to see where it was and, kind of building motivation off of, you know, what other guys were doing. Um, and I think that kind of, that kind of sparked that, you know, last six hole um, kind of charge we had was, you know, I don't think anybody was really happy with the, you know, their play through 12 and um, you know, instead of getting mad or getting frustrated and you know, coach always says, get determined. I think we just got determined to, um, to go out there and just kind of try to build a little more cushion for ourselves. And I mean, we all came off the course and, um, you know, everybody's watching and it kind of almost felt like the, the final round had just concluded. And I mean, we were all happy. We were all looking at each other going like, you know, let's go. We, we did what we needed to do. And, um, I mean, uh, Justin might not have played as you know good as he wanted that third round, but he went to the range and figured some stuff out and then came back in the next day and led the team going out first. And, um, you know, I mean, I think that's, that's just something that shows, you know, kind of, what we, what we, what was so special with this team, I would say is like, you know, it was all play for each other. And, you know, if, if you maybe didn't play as well as you wanted to, you were going to get determined to, you know, play better that next round. And I mean, I think that was something that was so comforting going into those each round was just, we knew everybody's going to play their heart out. Yeah. And Andrew, you were hot. You mean, you, you got three birdies coming in that you tell me, tell me how good a role you were, you were on. Yeah, um, you know, like I didn't putt too well on the front nine, and my ball striking was great, but I just cannot make a putt. And like on the back nine, made a birdie on ten. I put it to like six inches. Um, Eleven made a par. Then after that, I mean, I just kind of like almost like blacked out. I mean, I just kind of like went on cruise control, and everything was just kind of falling falling into place. So, I mean, you listen to like the pros talk about it too. Sometimes they don't even remember some shots on the course, they just go out there and do their thing. And that's kind of what happened and yeah. looked good. So, And then Ethan, like on the second day, I mean, you had to have been like in a serious group. There's just one under even, one under even. I mean, tell me about that. How great did that round feel? Yeah, that was just a really solid round. I mean, it's pretty – I like to say golf's not hard when you're hitting the ball straight off the tee. So, I mean, definitely that's where I get my nickname from. And like, I love driving the golf ball and I love hitting it straight. And it, it's really easy when you can just, when you're comfortable off the tee and you're hitting it straight, I mean, it, everything can just fall into place so easy. And that's pretty much what happened that second round. Nice. Okay, Coach Ott, note to self, when I come out, and I'm going to come out and play, uh, Ethan's my scramble partner because I need somebody who hits fairways. If I can hit the fairway, look out, I'm dangerous. Uh, but then you'll be, uh, you'll be in the fairway all day. All right, perfect. Justin, while, while we get you one more, tell me about the last round, man. How did, good did it feel to kind of bounce back after, after a subpar round in the third? Yeah, that third round, um, I mean, I wasn't very pleased with how I played, definitely. Um, so I, I, I just had to go back to the range, feel what I had to do. Um, I actually worked out, worked it out with my dad. Cause I haven't seen him all, all year. 
because of COVID. So I just worked it out there and took it out to the next day. Um, I felt pretty comfortable leading um, the fourth round since, I mean, um, I, I feel like that everyone in this roster is pretty good. Um, anyone can lead it off. So um, my mentality that day was basically just keeping it cool and keeping it controlled, um, breathe, and uh, just be happy with par that day. I mean, I made 16 pars. I was happy with that. <laughs> so, the coach's dream right there. That Every coach would be like, yes, one birdie, one bogey, 16 pars. Thank you very much. We'll take it every yep, time, that's, right? That's right. <laughs> Well, that, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. All right, Jimmy, you get the best, you get to give the best story because you were the last guy coming up the last fairway. So tell me like, so you're on the tee, just start there and let me just give us the, give us the whole feeling coming up that last hole. Yeah. Um, like I said, I didn't really look at leaderboards much like at all. I looked at when I got to the last tee, um, we had like a, 13 shot lead so my job was pretty easy <laughs> i mean it was uh, about as stress-free as i could hope for as you know hit it hit a good drive good approach and uh hit a good putt that didn't really mean anything <laughs> and then uh tapped in for par but yeah no the other guys made it very easy on me that day um didn't have to go and make a birdie or anything to win so yeah um, i was able to really soak it in and enjoy it. It's nice. <laughs> everybody standing around and all the moms and dads and everybody all there. I mean, that had to feel really good, right? Yeah, it was good. Got, got a nice round of applause at the end and then, uh, got a little wet with the water bottles right after. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you guys get coach Ock good? Yeah, I, I think so. I think JP oh! the worst of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. Jack. Dumped yeah, it. I got drenched. Everyone was <laughs> aiming for me. I don't even know why. <laughs> well, you know, usually when you're the last guy in the van, that's usually how that works, you know. So uh, that at least that's how it works when, in, in my teams, which was always sort of how that was. But uh, look, guys, super, super proud of you. I can't, can't tell you enough how awesome it is to, to watch you guys play. The, a couple questions I have to ask because of the world of COVID you know, Andrew, Rob, and Justin, you guys are all seniors. Is it, are, are you, who's done and who's coming back? It, we're hard to kind of figure out what's going on this year. Rob, what kind of where are you at? Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, right now I'm doing an internship at State Farm, um, internal audit actually under uh, Coach Ott. Uh, so he's, he, yeah, he's, my, he's one of the directors um, of that department. And so I've just kind of been um, – doing that internship, kind of working on engagements in State Farm. And then um, next year, I'm going to be going to University of Illinois uh, for a master's of accounting. Uh, nice. So I'm going to kind of work towards that and career goals. And then um, I'm, I'm going to come kind of back and kind of be more assistant coach. Kind oh, that's of great. Mentor in a sense. Uh, so I'll, I'll still be around the team, but not in a playing capacity. I, I kind of was looking at it and figured, uh, you know, I had – good, a really good four years. And, it, you know, it's time to give, you know, the younger guys who are putting in just as much work, um, a crack at it, who I've no um, doubts are going to do, um, do good. Yeah. Great. Andrew, kind of what's your situation? Yeah, I'm doing an internship too. It's actually with, uh, Jimmy's parents. So, all right. Cool. Yeah. Um, it just started about a week ago. Um, so I'm doing that probably work at the golf club here in town too, just to make some extra money. Um, but I won't be playing either next year, but I'm going to try and come out and watch as much as I can. 
Um, I'm really excited for the guys, though. I mean, like, there's so much potential every year. I mean, Coach Hot does a great job recruiting kids, and um, I'm just excited. Can't wait That's to great. Yeah, watch from the That's sideline. Great. Justin, what about you? Uh, yeah, I've, I've actually got a job lined up um, this fall um, with a, an accounting firm, uh, RSM. Awesome. And so, yeah, yeah and I, I know lots of guys there. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty fortunate that I've got a job lined up for that. So I'll be taking that. And during the summer, I'll be studying for the, uh, the CPA exam. Um, oh, for that. good luck, my friend. <laughs> so, all right. Well, so, so just that you guys all have sort of the D3 golf guys email, but you guys reach out to me and let me know. I am a, Certified public accountant and a legacy internal auditor. And I always joke that I'm, I'm a recovering internal auditor because once you're an internal auditor, you're never not an internal auditor. That's sort of how that works. But, you know, I like to talk about with the seniors, what are we doing afterwards? Because in Division Three, we don't have a lot of pros, right? It's, it's, we're going to be professionals and other stuff. So, look, congratulations, guys. Coach Ott, congratulations. Um, I'll be reaching out to you. I got to come out and check out the facilities and, and come play and, and highlight your next team. I'm sure you're going to be reloading, as we like to say, for next year. Yeah, th- thanks, Mike. Um, yeah, we've got a great indoor facility, too, and just so proud of these guys. These guys gave up a lot. When we created a bubble just with our team, people don't realize how much team chemistry makes a huge difference in golf. I mean, especially in Division Three golf. They didn't go home for Easter. They didn't see their girlfriends for months. They didn't have anything with their family. It was just us, us at practice. Um, at night, they got together in one of their apartments, and, and that was it. And I think you'd say it, it's worth it um, now, all, um, giving up what they did for what they sacrificed to, to get. Just so proud of them. Well, that's great. That's great. But I, I'm looking at them. I don't can't imagine them. Many of them have girlfriends, though, Coach Ott. <laughs> yeah, right. so, uh, you know what else? None of them got haircuts either during <laughs> during the COVID. I, I mean, I was paranoid that one of them test positive. That was that was the most stressful part of nationals is the Wednesday night test. And I thought uh, that's well, what I heard we, from multiple coaches. I heard yeah, from multiple coaches. I want to do one kind of special uh, or like just ending on it. Get, uh, happy birthday to uh, Coach Ott. Hey, happy birthday. What, 32 today, Coach Ott, right? Yeah, 32 plus 20. We're almost there. That's right. <laughs> well, happy birthday as Thank we're you. recording this uh, on Friday of the PGA Championship. But, uh, well, guys, look, uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, really appreciate it. And uh, good luck uh, going forward. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for everything you do Thank for you. D3 Golf. Awesome stuff. Thanks. Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.